What's up, everybody? This is Hunter Propes. Um, I got with me today the man, Mike Turner. <laughs> <laughs> he is a serial entrepreneur, a race team, flat track owner, and a whole list of things. Um, this is the Breaking Point podcast. Uh, it's going to be about, this show is pretty much going to be about entrepreneurs, professional athletes, uh, kind of what their breaking point was to get into their business or to become a professional athlete, whatever it may be. And I figured Mike was pretty much the best person I could have on for the first show because he's been both. <laughs> Thank you, man. <laughs> so Mike, I guess we'll just start with from the beginning. How did, um, how did you get into the masonry business? I know that's one of your many businesses we'll, we'll talk about, but yeah, kind of how that started. And but, Well, masonry is a family business for us. So all the way to my great great grandfather were masons, uncles, all masons, cousins, masons, all my brothers, masons. So it was kind of bred into us when we were born. And I started at a real young age. And so it's the main business that drives everything else. Right. Obviously, you got to have some revenue to pay for all the rest of this stuff. So yeah, uh, man, been doing it since, uh, gosh, probably close to 40 years oh wow yeah and i'm only 51 <laughs> so that's a long time yeah they didn't have child labor laws back then so when did i guess when did you actually start what is cornerstone a family business or is that something you started yourself no i actually came up with my dad my dad and uh, my brother's own a company called b&m masonry and i'm the oldest so i started first with my father straight out of high school well really even while i was going to school working you know summers and when i wasn't in school and then uh, back in, uh, I think it was 2004, 2005, I broke off on my own and started Cornerstone. Why? Well, <laughs> um, being the oldest and uh, me and my dad are just alike, man. It's, uh, yeah, it's uh, knocking heads all the time, you know. And he, when he was starting out, he just got into, you know, doing commercial masonry. And he, he was really starting his business to take off and uh, – you know, I came in at that time and as we built the business and my other brothers came in, it was, uh, you know, hard. It's hard when it's family. So, but especially when we are so much alike yeah. and, button you know, heads and yeah, button heads all the time. I mean, fighting on the job sites and just, I mean, yeah, yeah. It's just not a good situation. So at, uh, you know, and plus, you know, I had some ideas, you know, and as a young man, you know, dad don't want to kind of listen. He didn't want to listen to that. And <laughs> you know what? I, I found that with my kids now that <laughs> I'm kind of repeating the same thing. But yeah, I mean, I had some ideas. Some of me listened to, some of me didn't. And I'll kind of has, you know, I wanted to take the business in a different direction, do things a little bit different. A and new generation growth. Yeah. I wanted to be, um, I had some ideas of some things I wanted to do later on in life and it just wasn't going to happen that way. And I'll be honest with you. Me and my dad are best friends now, yeah. and our relationship's way better. And my other three brothers, they they actually run his company now. And, you know, it's just worked out the way it should have worked out. That's awesome. Yeah. And, I mean, for those of you guys that are listening, this isn't a small masonry business. This is a – I mean, they, they build colleges, city buildings, medical centers. I mean, they've high schools. They've done all kinds of really big projects so that – this isn't to take lightly by any means. No, we probably do revenues of 40 million plus a year. Um, 
you know, and our biggest to date job is we did the the new Mercedes Benz Stadium, all that's, the block work you I see in there. That. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> so, obviously, if people know who you are, they're probably pretty much going to know you from flat track racing. Yes, um, flat. You race when you were younger. Yep. Came up through. Then you got in, even got into road racing. <laughs> <laughs> Your sport. <laughs> um, how did this factory Honda thing come about? So um, I used to be involved with a, uh, and I still am. I shouldn't say used to be. Um, a buddy of mine runs a charity called Rookie Seventy Nine, and they uh, support injured flat track riders. And you know, in racing, there's, you know, the money is not what everybody thinks it is, <laughs> unless you're in MotoGP or in Supercross. <laughs> um, but when they get hurt, um, they so what they do is they auction off memorabilia, uh, stuff like that. People give money, and then if a rider gets hurt, they help them out, cut them a check, make sure they're taken care of. And um, I actually – a big part of that, me getting into sport is because of that. So once I got into Rookie 79 again, you know, I started looking around, and I'm like, you know, as an amateur, and I had a lot of amateur national champions, you know, you being number one in the country, you think I'm going pro. Well, not everybody goes pro. You know what I'm saying? So – what I looked at, I was like, well, you know what? Looking at the paddock, I'm like, man, who can I help? You know, that's on the lower end of the pro circuit. Give them some, because, you know, the other guys already got their stuff. So what I decided was, is, hey, you know, let me find some guys that need some help on the pro circuit. Got started like that, ended up, um, took one rider, COVID hit, right when we were supposed to, at the day before, that's when the shutdown happened nationwide the day before the re the first race and back uh 2020 we, yeah no 29 was it yeah 2020. 2020 yeah 2020 right when we were pulling on the track to go into pits they canceled wow shut down we were in daytona all set up ready to go yeah because i know they, they canceled the 200 that year too. yes well i only had one rider then well COVID goes away so you're going to all the independent races so we're at independent race and um little rookie comes up that's just getting started fast man he was fast so i ended up getting him so now i got two riders <laughs> keeps delaying then i ended up meeting uh, cole and i brought uh cole zabala number 51 so i ended up with cole so when the race season starts i got three riders so my first year in flat track as an owner three riders and we're independent we have no help yeah. it's, it's cornerstone and my father um, and my brother's company being in masonry paying for everything and Man, just looked around the paddock and figured out, hey, what can I – I want to stay. You know, bug got me again. Right. What do I need to do? So, you know, man, we figured out, hey, this social media stuff, you know, it's got to go. I'm old. I don't know anything about this stuff. But I started looking around going, hey, this is the future, man. That's what we got to do. So, right. ended up meeting uh, some, um, Al Lamb from Dallas Honda. And Al is the gateway to the Honda factory deal in flat track. And – me and Al struck up a friendship over the year, and he liked the way I do business, and I treated it as a business, and, you know, presence was nice, all that stuff, and ended up making the deal, man, and uh, now I just signed a new two-year deal. That's awesome, man. As and, of today, as a matter of fact. And all three of your riders pretty much made in the top 10 this year, right, in points? All three riders were in the top 10, and we ended up with six wins. First year as a factory Honda team. That's and pretty incredible yeah so and a lot of people understand what it takes to win a motorcycle race period i mean even in amateur series you're talking 90 95 percent of the people that race motorcycles will never run a race in their life correct so to bring on a team and have that many wins 
that that quick is pretty 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 incredible it's the team i put together you know i mean i you know the guys that run my team the riders did an incredible job um honda being a great partner um you know how it is man you've raced it if you don't have that whole program when you turn pro me and you both know it's it's over you're yeah. not gonna win yeah so yeah i've been pretty blessed man been pretty blessed that's awesome and i know we were talking a little bit before there i don't know how much you can say and how much you can't but i know you got a new rider lineup for next year and um it's looking pretty exciting no i can say it i can say it yeah so we got um we picked up morgan missler uh, number 13 he uh, came from the ktm team we got him we got um uh, man probably the next guy in flat track and uh chase that off um nikki nikki hayden horizon award winner this year mm -hmm. um and we've just now uh signed uh as of last week we signed uh dalton gautier um really? 2019 uh singles champion so our whole rider lineup has changed that's yeah. awesome so will you guys be riding the new honda bikes this year or will you still be on last year's bikes no we're gonna so we're gonna do uh we'll start off with the 20s depending on the off season but we can get out of the 22s we feel comfortable we'll go with the 22s the ultimate goal is yeah you know this season run the 22s that's the newest platform that's you know what honda wants and we understand but We've been pretty successful for with the with the old package, so we'll just see how the off season goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's going to be a lot of R and D. Yes, to figure out those new bikes. Yes, you finally get to the. I know, especially as a rider, you get to a point where you're comfortable on something and go to something else is it's a, it's not easy. Well, the great thing is, is all three of the new riders. This will be their first year on Hondas. Nice. So they don't even know what it was like. No, no. They All 74 horsepower that you had. In. <laughs> what was it, Sacramento? Sacramento was, uh, yeah, that was, a, that, we made a statement there. Um, we we, we, we kind of put the paddock on notice on with they, that one. Trevor or Cole won both of those races, didn't Trevor he? Trevor won both. Trevor won both. Trevor won both. Cole broke the first night. Of all things, the poor kid ain't got no luck, man. He um, It was a stater. Are you serious? A stater on a 450. Yep. Killed him. Lost it. So they lost battery. In our in the new 450s, you have to run. You have to have the battery. You can't run without it. So we run all electronics. We got Ames Data Sport Systems and everything on there. And on a dirt bike. Oh yeah, oh yeah. These <laughs> so our bikes, man. Honestly, I mean, you take a 450 dirt bike, just like the one you ride in motocross. We flat track it, and I got over thirty thousand in each bike. Good grief. On a 450. That's crazy. Yeah, man. Flat track's not what you think it is. <laughs> It's changed. It's crazy. <laughs> it's changed. I know. Well, shout, I must do a quick shout out to uh, Unknown Customs because yeah. if it wasn't for those guys, you and I wouldn't have met. But I went out and did a video for Mike and the Honda team. I guess it was was it this year? Mm -hmm. Beginning of this year. And uh, just watching those guys train. And when they first started them, I was like, holy crap. Like it doesn't, <laughs> it's not a normal 450 you go see at a, at a motocross track. And those things start up and you can tell there's some grunt to them. Oh yeah. They're nice. They're nice. <laughs> They're nice. That's awesome, man. Well, I know we kind of went off a little bit on the motorcycle stuff, but obviously you and I. That was fun, man. Yeah, me and you together, that's not going to be good. <laughs> we could talk all day about Heck motorcycle yeah. stuff, so I'm going to continue on here. But So we talked a little bit before the air. I didn't, I, those are the only two things that I knew that I knew about is from a business standpoint that you did, but you have a whole list of other things. The, the next thing that kind of stood out to me was I, I didn't know that you owned a yacht much less charter it and it's in the virgin islands so tell me how in the hell that got started <laughs> so man to be honest with you uh, my, my wife and i had our uh year before last we had our uh, 20th anniversary and 
she wanted to go on a cruise. <clears throat> I ain't doing a cruise. <laughs> Mike Turner ain't doing a cruise. That's too many people on a boat. I'm out. So <laughs> a friend of mine suggested that you can, in the Caribbean, the huge thing is, is to charter your own boat. Okay. So you get your own yacht. So hooked up and, and I was like, all right, cool. So we did it. We went for seven days, man. Went island hopping. Most incredible time I've ever had. Fell in love with diving. It's just incredible. Oh yeah, yeah, it's awesome. So you guys like go scuba diving and yeah. free diving and all that kind all of stuff. All of it, man. It was just awesome. That's awesome. Awesome. Man. So got that going, and then it's like, man, that is incredible. Well, then you start talking to the guy, and he's like, hey, yeah, man, we can, you know, we do pretty good at it. You know, we stay booked year round. It's a, you know, it's a really other thing. And I'm like, huh. So we went down. Uh, the, my partner in that business went down to the boat show, and we hooked up and uh, found the one we wanted, and Start us a charter business. So now we got a boat down there. We can go. We can go on. In the meantime, while it's sitting there, it's making money. That's crazy. Yeah, that's awesome, man. So that's obviously an entrepreneur mindset. When you find something that you want to do, or you're going out and you're trying to figure something out, and there's a there seems to be a problem or something that you don't want to do, you you figure out a way to make money from it. That's how I, I feel like. That's kind of how everybody works with that 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 same mindset. What other way is there? <laughs> You'd be surprised. I get it, but no, not for me, man. My mindset don't work like that. Yeah. I can't I feel, do it. I feel like a lot of professional athletes um, and a lot of business owners think that same way. Um, and the more you're around other people like that, the, it's, it becomes normal. But, you know, I, most people, I kind of grew up in like a, you know, like a middle-class family, nothing too crazy. I mean, we, they allowed us to pretty much do whatever we wanted. They would do anything they could to, you know, if we wanted to go wakeboarding, they'd try to get a wakeboard boat or for whatever it may right. be. But, you know, my grandfather was a plumber and my dad, you know, worked for Mercury Marine for, I mean, I think he's been there for 27 years, something like that. So I was never around any other like big entrepreneurs. Um, so I was kind of like in that same mindset that's drilling into you since you're a kid is go to school, you get your degree, you go to that nine to five kind of thing. And, um, not really everything about starting your own business, but when I made that choice to step out, it was the, for the first, you know, six months to a year, it was kind of a lonely feeling because a lot of people around you have that, the old mindsets so when you're trying to get around, it's like, man, like, I know I can't be the only person that thinks this way. And you finally meet people like yourself and like other entrepreneurs that I've met, you know, just through owning the business. Um, they all have the same mindset. Exactly like what you just said. They, they, there's a problem. They find a solution. If there's something that they want to do, that somehow they figure out how to make money from it. So yep. I, that's awesome, man. That's, that's super cool. Um, and then one of the other things that really stood out with me was Legacy Trust. Um, that's a Christian ministry, and I know um, Cornerstone does their own thing over in, what is it? Uh, Honduras. Honduras. Yep. What is, um, what is that about, and where did, where did that idea come from? So Legacy, Legacy Trust came from um, a couple of guys I knew, in the, uh, one of them was my former pastor, and another guy, he was a missionary that got me into Honduras. And, you know, man, look – you know, it's not for everybody, but for me, my faith is a huge deal in my life. Huge mm -hmm. deal. Mm -hmm. And anything I ever do, whether it's starting a business, doing the race team, anything, you know, I put through a filter of faith. 
So, you know, part of my faith is you got to give back. And, you know, it's not, no one's forcing me to do anything. It's what I owe. Okay. Right. So, but oftentimes in the church, everything has to be voted on. You know, everybody's got an opinion. Everybody's, and, you know, it's, bless political. Their heart, it's political and it doesn't need to be. And I don't agree with it. Sometimes I do. And, you know, that's just the church structure. And right. you need some st- church structure just like anything. But for me, in my mindset, I'm not like that. You got to, just like you said before, issue, solve the issue. Mm-hmm. All right, well, how do we do that? We ain't got time to vote on it. We ain't got time to do all this. And let's wait a month or two weeks for something to happen. Let's get her done. Right. And these guys were the, you know, same mindset. And, you know, it's just looking around and going, hey, man, how can we be more efficient how can we do what we want to do and not based on whether you're Baptist, Presbyterian or whatever, just, Hey, let's get it done. And let's, you know, let's make it happen. Let's just help people. Let's just help people, man. You know, and they're not all Christian things that we do. You know, we help anybody. Now it comes from a Christian heart mm-hmm. and my faith, but, and their faith. So we started that and man, it blew up. I mean, we have some wealthy individuals that give that want to help and want to do stuff. And they're the same way. They don't want to go through all the politics and, you know, hey, should we do this? Shouldn't we do this? Let's just do it. Yeah. Somebody's got a need. Let's make it happen. Yeah, and that's what we do. That's awesome. So I know you're helping kids with like Down syndrome and helping them with like all, all different types of issues. The Down syndrome thing is really unique because what we do is is you have people that want to adopt. Well, you know, and to adopt a Down syndrome kid, you know, it's expensive. You know, when you're going through the state and all that stuff, dude, it's expensive. And if you have to wait. The state takes forever. I have two adopted children, and one was through the state, and it took forever. It took years. Really? Yeah. And you don't want to do it. It's just too much. It's more bureaucratic and right. more politics. You don't want to go through that. So what we do is so we can go through private individuals, okay? We help them give some money for it. And, you know, it's just those, those are just an example. Those are the kind of things that say, you got a need, let's make it happen. That's awesome. Yeah. That's super cool, man. That's awesome. Well, so, obviously, as you can tell, since we've been talking with Mike, he's involved in a lot of different things, and he f- finds an issue, and then he finds a solution. So, obviously, I want to talk a little bit more about your mindset and kind of what your thought process is towards business, like starting with your morning routine. Like, most successful people that I know have some form of, have some form of morning routine, whether they... They wake up, they meditate, they go to the gym. You still go in the gym? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. in pretty good shape for an old man. Yeah, thanks, brother. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's a, I, f- I feel like everyone that I've talked to that's successful in, in my network has some form of morning routine. I mean, what what do you have anything that you kind of normally so, do? Yeah. Just wake up and take a shower and go on your day? <laughs> no, man. I mean, usually when I wake up, I'll you know check my email, see what's coming through. Um, plan my day out. Hey, this is what I got to get accomplished today. You know, and then I kind of relax, take it easy because once I start, it's go, go, go. It's go, 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 go. And I don't stop till I go to bed. You know what I mean? So in my morning, it's usually just relaxing, you know, getting ready while I'm driving into work. I'm checking emails. I'm talking to people, getting those kind of things taken care of, the phone calls I can have. And when mm-hmm. I get to work, hey, there's certain things I got to do. And, you know, I've got to, from masonry to, <laughs> The yacht stuff to the motorcycle stuff, which the motorcycle stuff's taking over everything, which I'm all for. I'm good for it. But, right. uh, yeah, I mean, once you get in that mode, man, it's it's time. And then 
you know, that, that's my morning routine is that. Usually the, the main thing for me in order to keep all this sane and do everything is you got to have a wife and kids that understand who you are and what you do. And you right. got to have a wife that's supportive. I was just about to say, has your wife been supportive from the beginning or? Yeah, man. I mean, she's, uh, she knows me. It, I'm not, you know, I can't even vacation, dude. I'll be honest with you. It drives me crazy. I feel like I ain't doing anything. Sure. So, you know, I own a cabin in North Carolina. I think I've been to it like three times. My <laughs> wife goes all the time on the lake. I don't ever go because I'm always busy doing something. I, f- I feel like the, the wife and or the husband of an entrepreneur is very heavily depending on whether that person's successful or not. Um, I know like back if I, if I had gone to my wife and be like, Hey, I'm, I'm going to put my two weeks in tomorrow. I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm gonna start a business. If she'd have been like, no, you're crazy. I don't, I don't think you should do that. I probably wouldn't be sitting here right now. You know what I mean? So it makes a huge difference to have that, that help and that support. You know, when we got together, I didn't, I mean, I raced motorcycles and I have anything. I didn't have money. I had, I had a dream of racing motorcycles. That was it. But she's no matter kind of what direction I went, she's always been that support, and it's extremely important to have that. Um, For sure. But that's awesome. So, with that being said, I know you have your wife. How many kids do you have now? I have four. I have five kids total. One of them passed away um, when she was four months old, Zoe, and then I have uh, two kids that are that are mine and then i have well, i should say ad- that that's that's a yeah. different way of saying it then i have two they adopted. came from your seat yeah they came from my seat my <laughs> loins um i have two and then uh, i have two adopted kids that's that's cool so i'm assuming i know i know the answer to this question but i'm going to ask anyway for the listeners what is your inspiration for from obviously cornerstone was successful it's a booming business it's doing really well what keeps you going after more things? What, what you know, the yacht thing—that's just something that's happened in the past few months. Like, what keeps you going to get more? To what motivates you, inspires you to kind of continue on down the entrepreneur road? Man, you don't ever want to get stale. You know, sitting around—I mean, and relaxing. I mean, what good is that? You know, we're only here for. Let's just say we make it to eighty years old. Yeah. Well, if you have, you know, person of faith, you got to look at that and go eighty years and. And for eternity, that's nothing. That's a blip, man. That's a pin dot. Yeah. Well, what do I want to do with those 80 years? Do I want to make an impact? You know, do I want my kids to be successful? Do I want my wife happy? You know, when they put me in the ground, I want them to know I was here. Yeah. And you can't do that sitting around on your butt. Yeah. You know, the 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 most people fail when they start in business because they don't work. Yeah. You know, you know, I've got a I got a saying that goes across all my business. It's uh, fear God, work hard. Yeah. Okay. You're not getting anywhere without hard work. Yeah. If you like to work, man, you can you can write your ticket. Yeah. You know, and and again, I just don't have the personality, the body type, anything just to sit around. Yeah. I'm literally, if I'm sitting around thinking of something else to do. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. I it, but and here's the thing: is that like I've had this conversation numerous times. Is if you're not. If, if you're not an entrepreneur, you don't have that mindset, people don't understand it. Like, people, I'll sit on the couch and Alyssa's like, what are you thinking about? I'm like, well, I can make a list and give it to you. I mean, it's, I mean, it never stops. You know what I mean? Like, you're always thinking of that next thing, that next, how can I make this better? How can I make this more efficient? What's the next company? What issue do I have that I can solve? Like, it never stops, you know? Um, 
I get it, man. I had a funny story. I don't mean to cut you off. But no, you're good. So my routine is, is at the end of the day, I go home, I take the old man nap for about 30, 40 minutes, <laughs> watch the five on Fox. I don't know why. It's just it's a routine. Take my nap, get up and go to the gym. I'm a routine guy. You know, boom, the, boom, 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 nap boom. nap is his pre-workout. That's how old he there, is. Exactly. <laughs> and, you know, the, the guy at my gym's like, hey, man, I'm thinking about, you know, getting out of the gym business. Are you interested? And then it's clicking. I'm like, I'm looking around while I'm working out going, yeah, I, I do this, I do this, I do this. And I get home, tell my wife about it. And how I break my wife in is usually like, hey, you know, uh, such and such is, you know, <laughs> he's, he's talking about selling the gym or whatever. She's just like, really? And I'm like, yeah, I might. She's like, all right, just, you know, do what you got to do because <laughs> she knows it's coming. <laughs> but that's why she's so supportive. She knows she's yeah. not going to stop it. Yeah. And, you know, and if I don't have her, I can't get it done. But she, now, you know, she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm sitting there thinking, do I really want to start a gym? So I'm researching how fast do they fail and why do they fail <laughs> and this, that, and the other, you know. It's, and I may not even do it, yeah. but that's just what I'm saying. When you got that mindset, I mean, it's like watching TV. I can watch four or five shows at the same time. You got the DVR going. You got all this going. You're looking at your phone. It's like, I got to get all this accomplished. Like, all my shows need to be watched right now. Let's get out of here. Let's do something else. I'm, I'm, I'm laughing so hard because, like, uh, dude, I'll, I'll be in the same position in the evenings. Like I'll be on my phone, like either watching TV or my wife's talking to me and, and she's like, you're not watching. I'm like, um, yeah, I am. And she'll ask like, what did I just say? And I'll repeat it. And she's like, ah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm listening. I'm watching TV. I'm talking. I'm still texting or yes. scrolling. I'm like, there ain't no other way to do it, man. There ain't no other way to do it. That's so funny. What are you going to sit and stare at the wall? <laughs> be doing something you sleep when you're dead well and I, I think another thing that um i think another thing that kills businesses is complacency yeah um i think people get to the point to where they're full you know mm -hmm. when you're when you're hungry you're going after it and you're getting after it and you're working your, your ass off to get what you want but i feel like people like say i set a goal for a hundred thousand dollars a year I'm, if you meet that and then you're like, okay, well I get a hundred thousand dollars a year. That's, that's my goal. I'm, I'm living, I'm living all right. This is where I want to be. And they kind of back off, off, back off the gas and, you know, just kind of set it on cruise control and just kind of do enough to get by. I feel like that's an, that probably kills just as much or more businesses than people being lazy. You know, they get to a certain point, they, then they get, they get a re reputation and then it goes to crap because they're not doing the work. Um, I definitely think it's something else, but yeah, you should never get comfortable. Mm -mm. Never get comfortable. Mm -mm. I'm never comfortable. Never, <laughs> never. I don't look around and go, oh yeah, this is it right here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm good. It's like building hot rods. You know, I got a heck of a collection. I get one done and it ain't so much as the, it's the building of it that I like. So I got to start the next one. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's, it's always constantly doing something. If you ever get comfortable, you're done. Yeah. Hang it up. I agree. Retire. I agree. Go play golf. <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree hundred um, percent. So I guess what's next for you? What, I mean, what are your goals? What's your big, any more endeavors that are in, in the pipeline? Right now, my, my, my big focus is with the, especially with the race teams, go get that championship. Mm -hmm. I want that championship bad. I want to bring Honda a championship that they haven't had in a long time. How long? Uh, it's been 80. When was the last time that factory Honda 80, I said it was 81 or two. Wow. Maybe, maybe it was 83. 
maybe it was 83 when they pulled out a flat track. So, so you're the first person they've had in over 30 years? No, they had another team before me. Um, Factory? Yeah. Yeah. He got in for a little bit. That's who, that's who I, I, when I got the deal, okay. they had somebody else, but um, they haven't, you know, they've put in a lot this year with me and it's the biggest effort they put in since the 80s. Mm-hmm. And I really want to get them. They're good dudes over there, Brandon and Joe, great guys. I really want to get them that, you know, that championship. And, you know, I want to grow my business more. You know, you don't want to, yeah, man, there ain't no need to sit around and wait. If you can go bigger, <laughs> go bigger. <laughs> you know what I mean? I want to do that. Um, you know, I want – my kids will be going my, – my two girls will be going off to college, and they're smart as a whip. I don't know where they get that from. It's got to be their mom. It ain't me. Um, but, you know, it's uh, getting that taken care of, getting – who knows, man? You know, that's the great thing when you have a mindset like like we're talking about. You never know what's you never know, man. What's gonna happen next Wednesday. So, yeah, next Wednesday <laughs> you pop up and go, I own a restaurant now or something. You know, you don't yeah. know. But yeah. it, it, you're always looking at those opportunities. Something pops. I mean, you know as well as I do. If you got that mindset, somebody could just say something to you. Boom. Yep. And you're like ding ding, ding 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 <laughs> ding. Okay, uh, yeah, I can do that. I yeah. can do that. Yeah, ain't no problem. I can do that. Yeah. And then, you know, you fail. Yeah, get back I, on the get back on the game and do it all over again. I'm launching an app. the uh, the The goal, hopefully, is to launch a boyfriend in this month. But mm-hmm. it was the kind of same. I was in the shower and I was, I just had this thought come in my head. I was like, "Oh, that's a really good idea." So, like, it just came out of nowhere. I was like, "Screw it, let's do it." I'm, figure out how much it costs, finding somebody to do it, and there you go. A month later, here we go. That, see. <laughs> I love it. I love it. But that's the kind of people you need to surround yourself with. Yeah. You know, if you're surrounding yourself with people that, you know, there's nothing wrong with being comfortable if that's your thing. Mm-hmm. There, there really isn't. If you're, if, if that's what you want to do, do it. But people that own businesses and are successful and that have multiple businesses and that are success, you know, that are really truly successful in this business and yeah. it ain't what car you're driving and all that stuff. Yeah. You know, my dad told me a long time ago, people with real money, you don't know. Yeah. Oh, and, that's, I, and that's true. Yeah. That's true. A lot of that stuff's for show. Yeah. But, you know, if I've got people that work for me that, that are in the same position they've been in for 20 years. And, and they're, they're happy gr- as shit. Hey, they're happy. Yeah. I don't care. Cool. You know, you're only going to ever make that much money. Well, if they're okay with that, I'm okay with that. It ain't never going to be me. Yeah. I couldn't do it. You know, when I stood on the job site coming up, I was like, it's almost a race mindset. You know this <laughs> as well as I do. Say, like, who's going to get to the finish line for it? I'm beating that guy. That yeah. dude's not outworking me. No way, no how. And it it is. It's a race mindset. It's yeah. what the racing does to you. Yeah. You know that. Oh, yeah, 100%. And there's the old, my version of the old saying, if you're hanging around five bums, you're going to be the six. You're hanging around five millionaires, you're going to be the six. There you go. There you <laughs> go. And it's true. Yeah. It's absolutely true. Yeah. That's awesome. Um. So to kind of close this out, we're getting kind of close to the end here. Um, what, if you could give one piece of advice to a newer business that's just starting out, what would that be? Hustle, 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 <laughs> and always be about business. And yeah. always, you know, you always need to rep the brand too. Yeah. You know, people don't think masonry is a brand. It's a brand. My company is a brand, you know, and you need to understand Branding ain't what's on your logo and on your shirt. It's you. Yeah. But keep working. Never, ever stop. The minute you stop, get out. Take your money and go home. Yeah. Because you're going the other way. Yeah. I never stop. I sleep maybe 
four to six <laughs> hours a day. That's it. I hate yeah. sleeping. Yeah. It's something I could be doing. That's yeah. really my mindset. I'm yeah. wake up going, I just wasted all that time. I could be doing something. If there's a way to stay up all the time, not kill my body, I'd do it. But <laughs> man, hustle. Yeah. Hustle. That's my dad taught me that from a long from way back when I was really young. I always looked at my dad. My dad was working hard. He was hustling. It didn't matter what job needed to be done, he did it. And that's what you got to do. You know, another problem that businesses have is they get above people. Yeah. And that ain't the way to do it, man. Nope. If you ask the dude to clean the toilet, by God, you better clean it. You better be the one ready to clean it because if it don't get done, it's got to get done. Yeah. Don't matter how much money you got or if whether you own the company or not. Hustle. That is the biggest deal. Hustle. 24-7. <laughs> Well, there you have it from Mike Turner himself. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate you guys listening today. Um, we will do another episode next month, and then from there on, we're, we're going to try to do one a week, but we'll kind of see how that works out. Um, thanks for listening in. Uh, I guess, is there any, what would be the best way for people to get a hold of you if they want to give you a follow or anything like that social media yeah hit it up on uh turner racing is the biggest one i don't really have anything else hit up uh turner flat track racing either on facebook or on instagram and we got a youtube channel your your videos on there <laughs> got a youtube channel turner flat track racing so do, check us out right there man that, that's what really drives my riders and my passion so yeah hit us up awesome man well, i appreciate you coming and thanks we'll hon. you soon thanks brother appreciate it see you man see you man